0: welcome to the high praise podcast i'm your host pastor joshua and today we're going to be talking to pastors micah and chelsea gay about the brand new song that just released on friday from high praise worship not alone this song is a prophetic anthem to help encourage us and carry us through what we're all currently living through we're going to talk about the writing process of this song what they believe it means for us right now and even talk about how our worship is a weapon of spiritual warfare it's going to be awesome But first, today's episode of the High Praise podcast is brought to you by Pastor Robert's newest book, I Belong, available at highpraise.shop. In I Belong, Pastor Robert clearly and concisely articulates the need for every Christian to belong to a local church. With both scriptural and practical principles, the reality that every believer has a function in ministry is clearly revealed. I Belong will produce a sense of purpose that stimulates fruitfulness, and accomplishment within every believer visit highpraise.shop that's highpraise.shop and get your copy of i belong for 13.95 or get the i belong book and t-shirt combo for only 27.95 once again you can get your copy at highpraise.shop that's highpraise.shop you want to make sure you get this book it's awesome and it will be an incredible blessing to you and to your life now get ready to be blessed by today's podcast with Pastors Micah and Chelsea Gay. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in today to the High Praise Podcast. Today's really an awesome day. Uh, just on Friday, new song dropped from High Praise Worship called Not Alone. If you haven't listened to it yet, we'll play a snippet from it uh, at some point during the podcast. But it is available on all major uh, music Uh, sites, on iTunes, on Amazon Music. It's available everywhere right now. I encourage you to go listen to it. Uh, Go actually download it, buy it, download it. It'll be a blessing to you. But today's awesome. We actually have the authors of the song on the podcast with us. Uh, First person is actually my brother, who is the the generate. He and his wife, Chelsea, are with us, and they are the Generations Pastors at High Praise Panama City. Chelsea also uh, is the worship leader there in PC. Micah has been the drummer for forever. We maybe can tell Idiot. some of those stories a little bit as we kind of progress on through here. But Chelsea actually took over for leading worship whenever we I moved. Uh, when Miranda and I moved to Orlando to plant the campus in Orlando, Chelsea stepped in and took over as worship leader. And they're just doing a great job. So we're glad they're here
1: today on the podcast. Welcome, guys. Glad y'all are here with us. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you for having us. Things can be Awesome. I can't wait to share some of this stuff about the story behind this song and the other stuff that we're going to discuss, but it's, it's awesome to get to uh, speak to all of you today that may be listening. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and we hope that this is an encouragement uh, to you today.
2: Yeah, thank you.
0: Yeah, so tell us a little bit, Micah, about the song, Mike and Chelsea, which y'all both wrote it together. This right, this right. is the first song y'all kind of co-wrote too, right? Correct. Yep. Yes. Right, yeah. so first first song they co-wrote. So, uh, tell us a little bit about it. It really honestly is. I firmly believe there are uh, songs for seasons. Obviously, there's songs that are written and, and that Absolutely. have timeless qualities to them uh, and we will sing them. Uh, you know, our songs are written hundreds of years ago. that are still being sung today. Decades Absolutely. ago, they're still being sung today. But at the same time, I do believe that in seasons, the Lord will prophetically release songs for seasons we're in. Uh, that speak to our situations, our circumstances, and what we're going through. And I'm not just saying this because because you're my brother or just because, you know, this is a high praise song, but I firmly believe that Not Alone uh, is a song for a season that we're in right now and that we're going to continue to go through
3: uh,
0: regardless of what happens with Reopen. They're still going to be obviously rebuilding. Uh, and still a process of this that we're having to go through. So tell us a little bit about the song. Tell us a little bit about you know, how it was birthed, what you sure. believe God is speaking, uh, the themes it's communicating, and what the Lord is saying through
1: it. Sure. To reiterate what you just said, I think this song is, what is prophetic. I think the roots of this song, song shows that it is prophetic in nature. It is God's voice speaking to His people today. Because the way this song came about was the beginning of this year before Coronavirus was even really that big of a thing or threat to the United States or even being had too much steam behind it. Uh, yet the Lord had already given me a scripture at the beginning of this year, and it was Psalm 46.1, very familiar passage of scripture, but it says God is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble. And whenever God gave me that scripture, as many people who get scriptures, the Lord puts on their heart, you read it and then you kind of go, okay. And you try to figure out where this applies to you right now. And I didn't know at the time exactly how it applied to me because I didn't feel necessarily in that season that I was lost. And I didn't, you know, I didn't feel like I was going through any big trials or tribulations or anything that was happening. It just felt like a very good encouragement scripture, but nothing that was just like, wow, this is a download from heaven right now. Exactly what I need to hear. But it became that. So from that scripture, um, I can remember one day, being in the shower, uh, for songwriters, you know, cause you've written a song yourself. Uh, everybody has their songwriting process and how they do it. A lot of like people have asked me what my songwriting process is and I don't have a nail down. Just
2: hop in the shower.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I don't have a nail down <laughs> formula, but for me, it seems that songs happen in the shower.
0: He's I get
2: a shower songwriter. Song
1: <laughs>
0: so what you're saying is, if you've ever wanted to write a song, just take a shower and it'll happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he <laughs> showers us with his songs. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, we, we get in the, I got in the shower one day and uh, just began to just sing. I, I randomly will, as many of you probably do. You sing in the shower, but I just I'll start singing whatever you know and. Out of nowhere, I started singing the chorus to Not Alone, pretty much exactly as it is now. Very few minor changes I made after that, but I sang that song, and what I do is anytime I, I get a song, I sing it in the shower, one of the first things I do is I go get my phone, I draw as quickly as possible, get my phone.
2: That's why our bathroom then, floors are always wet, because yeah. it's running.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I get my phone, and I voice memoed it, wrote down the lyrics, and then from there, I went And I sat down on the piano and I find my chords, you know, what am I singing? Try to find it. I'm not the best at that, but I have good helpers (laughs) and I did my best to find the chords for the song. And I recorded it again, voice memo. And was like, Oh, this is a, I feel like this song I played it for Chelsea and said, babe, what do you think about this chorus? And that's all I had at the time. I said, yeah, it's a, it's a really good song. I really like it. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. And we basically just put it back on the shelf. We're like, it's, it's great. It comes out of the scripture that God gave me in the beginning of the year, but and to reiterate, this was when? This was, at the, this was still like in January.
0: I,
2: think you're, January. I think the first voice memo, yeah, was in January. Yeah, I
1: think so.
0: Before any of this, obviously we knew stuff was going on in, in China, but before it was really ever even on most people's radar right. in the States that we were going to go through uh, what we went through, which is really an unprecedented uh, event in our lifetimes yeah. uh, and in our grandparents' lifetimes, mm-hmm. <laughs> unprecedented for us to really have gone through this to the level that we've gone through. The Lord was already birthing this song in your heart, which I think singing about it it goes back to Ephesians uh, chapter five, I believe talks about how we admonish one another in songs, hymns Mm -hmm. and spiritual songs. And Mm -hmm. I think, I think one of the things with the spiritual songs that we can interpret that as, or one interpretation of it when you begin to really break it down is prophetic songs and prophetic music and prophetic utterance. Obviously this became a constructed Song, but this wasn't something that was inherently birthed from your mind. It was birthed from your spirit. Yeah, yeah. it's a prophetic song that began to that started coming forth as a song. uh, And we talked about this a little bit in our first in our first podcast we just did uh, with with Pastor Chris, Pastor Casey, and Apostle Robert, just about uh, how the word comes to forearm you. And I think even with this song, that's what we see is the Lord was birthing something in your heart that he knew was going to be a declaration that we needed to make um, prophetically for the season that we were about to
1: come into. Absolutely. And I think, I think if you look at even talking about some of the other songs that I've written, um, I've had this exact same situation happen. A lot of the, my song stories are the same. I mean, God of the turnaround was the same thing when I wrote God of the turnaround. It was before we, you know, a lot of the things that we faced here in Panama City and other things that are happening, God' Turnaround was birthed before that and was stuff that I began to sing in the shower. Uh, Your Name, was that was more of a personal prophetic song for me at the time, right. but God gave it to me in the shower. I got yeah. out. But it, so, once, going back to, you know… We're going to
2: have to put some kind of device to record in yeah, the shower or something. Yeah, that's what we need to invest in. You
1: should have at
0: least 365 songs a year. <laughs>
2: I take, More than that, yeah. <laughs> at
1: least I said at least. <laughs> so, but I, I got out. So we put that and we put it on the shelf though, and we just kind of set it to the side and said, "It's a good song, but maybe not right now. Let's just sit on it." And so, you know, I kind of would, would revisit singing it occasionally. And about, um, I'd say, as soon as really steam started picking up on the coronavirus, somewhat. Before it was really in the United States yet fully, I began to kind of sing it again randomly, and I'd sit down and play it and try to find out some good verse stuff and ask the Lord to give me things that he'd want to say extra in the song, and I really wasn't getting anything. And then I eventually wrote the verse, um, a lot of the verse myself.
2: Mm -hmm. um, Yeah, the first verse.
1: uh, About just the names of God and his nature, once again, which is prophetic, to the T, that is the that is the point of the prophetic. Is to reiterate re, part of the part, point of the prophetic to reiterate the heart of the Father right. to His people, and that's what God was is is wanting to do in this song is to reiterate His heart towards the listener to the one that is that is hearing the song, and so I got the verse and once again I believe it's a prophetic verse as well. And then about a week before uh, we went into lockdown. Uh, or a lot of quarantines started happening and lockdowns in the states. I can remember our kids were playing in the backyard and we were just having a good day sitting there at the house. And I looked at Chelsea and I said, "I feel like we need to finish this song now. Like th- right now is now is the time." Which I'm, I
2: was, which I was like doing the dishes and I'm yeah. like, "Okay."
1: And so <laughs> like, okay, I, I said, "Kids are fine. They're they're entertained right now. They're playing outside. We can still keep an eye on them." And so we sat down in our living room that moment we sat down together stopped what we were doing and got a uh, phone out to keep writing down lyrics and everything we made a few adjustments to the verse and then the bridge just bubbled out basically yeah. I mean it just came naturally um, when
0: you say bridge,
1: when we talk about bridge
0: on the part that says even in the fire I'm not yes, alone not alone. the trial I'm not alone yes. in the middle of the battle I'm not alone I you are right. and Which even Go
1: ahead. But, uh, which is a lot of what Chelsea wrote in, inside of that portion of the song. She wrote a lot of that um, portion, even though we wrote it together, together. I mean, she wrote a lot of that, and it, it just, that hit. Like when that bridge hit, it hit hard for us. Yeah. And it's, 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 once again, speaking the nature of God that he's here with us at all times and goes back to the message of what Holy Spirit is wanting to say to his people right now. Is that wherever you are, whatever you're going through, you are not alone. So from there, we pitched the song, and uh, and from there we it was we weren't gonna do it right now because obviously for obvious reasons. Yeah. And so one day during um, I right after the quarantine that happened and started, Chelsea looked at me and said, babe, we need to get this. We need to do. A, I'll let you tell us, but we need to do a Facebook live stream of it."
2: Yeah, I was like, we. I just felt so strongly that these words need to get out there. It wasn't because we wanted to, you know, raise a banner for ourselves. It was just, I just felt so strongly that these words were going to minister to people. There's a
0: message there that needs to get
2: out. There was something that people needed to hear that in this time of, you know, what's being called isolation that we needed to let people know that they're not isolated, you know, even though they might physically be isolated away from people that, you know, God is always there in the midst. Midst of it yeah. and so we just we wanted to do that and of course it was not the best thing we decided to just we set up our camera um our, it was our phone and set it up on a, my selfie stick <laughs> on our tripod, tripod 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 put it up on the um piano and the piano is like so out of tune and you know it's a little disconcerting doing it without any auto tune <laughs> But we just we just said all right let's let's go for it let's yeah. release this and um, it was it was really emotional honestly to even just talk about it makes me feel emotional because um, you know we had been singing this song in our house for months and of course our kids our kids at this point they know they it they already know it <laughs> they're singing it because they've heard us they don't even know what it is Levi at one point was like wait so who wrote that song. We're like we did, but um, he was over there in the corner. Um, he was sitting on our couch while we were recording. This. Our six-year-old. Yeah, he's yeah, he's six years old, and he was sitting on the couch and he's listening to us sing this. And all of a sudden, towards the end of the recording, mm-hmm. um, he I can hear him, and he's it's so loudly. And I'm trying not to cry, but um, he's just declaring this these words and. At, you kind of see at the end of that live video he comes over and I just like stop singing there's not a good end to the to the live song because I'm like boo-hooing so what but you're I, saying
0: is Levi ruined the original take of the song
2: <laughs> <laughs> bingo bingo that was it
1: <laughs> but immediately it, it, it really became a song that you saw people even in that live version of it that was not very good uh <laughs> In the midst of that, though. It was raw. It's not that it wasn't good. It was, it was raw. It was
0: very raw. We're,
2: we're much more hard on it than other you know, people, probably. But the
1: anointing was definitely on the song, yeah. and that's what you see, because you can see it from the response of people immediately, that people latched onto the song as an anthem for them in the midst of this situation, in the midst of everything they're going through, that this is their declaration, that God is here. He's with me, you know, no matter the trial, no matter the fire, the situation. I am not alone and God's with me. And that's, that's what's been so heartwarming, uh, for lack of better words, right now, to see is that people have grabbed on to what the Spirit of God is saying yeah. right now prophetically through that songs. It's, that
2: it's resonated that with it's reson- them. Yeah,
1: it's resonating in people's hearts. You know, once
0: again, I think just it's such a song for the season, a song for what we're going through. And if I understood you correctly, the bridge which really is i think probably where the title uh is derived from not alone because it really makes that declaration yeah uh, did you was it named not alone before the bridge was written or is is that where the yeah,
3: title yeah. i had already
1: wrote okay. made it um, the i think the chorus out uh, of the chorus i i said i think we would call this not alone yeah but the bridge really drives
0: that point home absolutely and um and like you were saying a minute ago mike i think that's the part where in the you know, in our terminology, we'd say that's really what makes it fly. It just really kind of yeah, 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 yeah. It to a different level uh, whenever you kick into that bridge, which is pretty common in songwriting, but it really kind of takes it to that next level and elevates it. But you guys were writing that before quarantine even happened and the isolation aspect of all this even happened. I think the Lord is really trying to drive home um, a point to all of us uh, in all of this that once again, that we're not alone. And, uh, he said that he would never leave us and he would never forsake us. And with what we're going through right now, obviously, uh, I think if we're all honest, we've all at times felt alone, felt somewhat isolated. I uh, even though just from talking to different people, it's kind of been one day they feel good. And the next day, it's a struggle. Um, just kind of with what they're facing, what they're going through. Uh, even, even if they haven't been directly impacted by events, just the idea of having to be at home and feeling alone right. uh, has obviously had an impact on people, but it is so imperative. We 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 understand that in the midst of this, that we're not alone, that he would never leave right. us, that he would never forsake us. And that we have a God who's fighting for us in the midst yeah. of this, that even uh, whenever we feel like we're battling against what the enemy is, is trying to, uh, to bring on us whether it's fear or whether it's worry, uh, anxiety, dread, uh, sleeplessness. I'm start to people who've lost sleep in the middle right, of the
3: night.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, anxiety and what they're going through. Uh, understanding that the Lord is still fighting for us through all of this. And this is a song that. And I'm not. Just, we're not just trying to to shield the song through the podcast. We want to really bring this point home. Of there's a prophetic declaration that's being made right now that you're not alone. And uh, like I said, I'm not just trying to, we're not just trying to promote the song, but at the same time, if you're feeling those, if you're going through that, this is your uh, declaration. This needs to be your declaration right now of who God is, that he is there, that he is for us, that he is with us, that he's fighting for us. And if you have to get the song and put it on repeat and just listen to it. I know there's other music out there. And if there's other things you can mix in there, that's awesome yeah go but uh but this is added in the rotation and just allow the lord to minister to you and speak through you once he, uh, speak through the song to you and once again we've said it several times already but i really believe this is not just a song that is written from some place of head knowledge but this is a prophetic word that the lord is releasing over your life in this season over all of our lives that he's with us that he's fighting for us and once again we could go uh, throughout Scripture and, and point to places where God raises up Psalm and even just through church history too, right? right. Uh, where God raises up in the middle of of something that is going on, something God is doing. He he will anoint uh, prophetic psalmists and songwriters uh, to put into music and lyrics what he is saying in the season. Absolutely. Uh, And I believe that's what he's doing through this song, that this isn't just a nice song that has some good lyrics and a nice melody. Even though it sounds phenomenal, the the final product sounds absolutely incredible. Thank you. thank Uh, you. But it's not just something nice to listen to, but it's something that will arm you. And Mm -hmm. uh, when the enemy starts coming in and telling you, you know, you're alone in this, that even in the fire, I'm not alone. In the midst of the trial,
1: I'm not alone. He's here with me and fighting I think also to further even iterate, uh, reiterate that this is a prophetic song. You see it in the course When we talk about the timeline of writing and you talk about getting this singing, singing it in January, the scripture that I got, yes, it's about God being an ever present help in times of trouble. But when you read the, when you actually hear the lyrics, the script, one of the points of the, the lyrics is ever present help in times need. But then behind that, it says, you always provide. You always provide. Yeah, that's good. That's not just, that's not having to deal with sickness. That's having to deal with, if you're, if you've been furloughed, if you've been laid off, if God will find a way to provide for you whenever you fully trust in him, he is our provider. And so once again, this just, to me, points back to, I believe exactly with you. And I believe what a lot of us feel is that this is God's Holy Spirit, prophetic song to his people Right now, in the time, in the season that we're in, but once again, I don't believe it's a, I don't believe it's just for this season. This song is somewhat timeless in the way of this is just scripture Absolutely. basically right. put to song. God, yeah, yeah, God's word, God's is word never changes. Yeah. But there's certain times that He wants to highlight certain parts of His nature, His character, right. and I think God knew exactly what He needed to tell His people. Even just when you look at the chorus, once again, yeah. in the timeline that it was written, it reiterates that furlough, layoff, whatever it may be, God your provider and your comforter. He comforts you in the times of restlessness and sleeplessness, losing sleep because of this. He's there to comfort you so you can rest In his peace, you can rest in his goodness and know that you're not alone. I
2: mean, you certainly you certainly see through the word of God that he is constantly reiterating the fact that he's a father to the fatherless, that he won't leave you as an orphan, that he'll put you inside of a family. You know that he's not left you or forsaken you. These are these are this is a common theme and nature of who God is as a faithful father to us. And so I think that it's really interesting to me through all of this, um, even just personally to see um, what are we left with when we are stripped of all of our regular comforts and routines and um, what we have found, you know, this stability that we found. Um, It's easy to not feel alone when you are constantly surrounded. Um, when you can go to church and rely, you know, sometimes I think that we can rely on other people's faith and not even, not even realize that's what we're doing until we're left here by ourselves and we're going, okay, what, what is it that we have to stand on? So I pray that this song is something that even draws people back to, um, getting in their word and being able to know, you know, this is packed full of scripture, Uh, we don't just try to write pretty words, you know, we, we want to write something that is scriptural and is based in God's word in the Bible. And so I pray that this is also something that just draws people back to their first love of it's so much easier to fight when you have your weapon, you know, it's so much easier to, um, to fight against loneliness and depression and anxiety when you know what God's word says. So to me, that's one of, that's one of the um, great things about this song. Um, But just about the nature of God is that he doesn't leave us, that he doesn't forsake us, that he's not left us alone, that that's not his will for us that we would feel um, lonely or left out. Right
0: yeah I'll talk about this thought just for a minute and we kind of we can kind of wrap things up, but you know I was thinking about this, and I think sometimes people can uh we can have a tendency to diminish the role and the power of worship and what it's for and uh, I think people people need to understand that when we talk about this, it's not just there to minister to your emotions
2: right uh,
0: but that rather it is there as a weapon of warfare that you have. I was thinking about Jehoshaphat, you know, and the, most everybody's familiar with the story of Jehoshaphat. And whenever whenever they are coming against an enemy that seems insurmountable,
3: mm-hmm. that
0: the strategy that God gives to Jehoshaphat is put the worshipers on the front line and send okay. them out first. And, of course, we know what happens is it causes confusion to come into the camp of the enemy. And we know, obviously, that's a, that's a wonderful account of what happens with Jehoshaphat. But there, there is a, a, a deeper um, theological understanding and doctrinal understanding that can be brought just from then, just, oh, wow, that's a great thing that happened for them. But there is this, uh, this understanding and this parallel now in our lives that the Lord, uh, in situations, will put worship on the front line
3: mm-hmm.
0: of a battle against an enemy yeah. in order to bring confusion to the camp of the enemy. Whenever uh, we begin to worship, and uh, I believe once again this is a song for a season that we're in now. Not that, not that it won't continue to be relevant after the season, because obviously it will. Right. But especially in the season we're in, and the season we're coming into, coming even even coming out of this, I believe as we as we sing this, as you sing this at your home, in your car, uh, whatever you know, while you're in the shower, because apparently that's a popular place to sing. <laughs> Uh, that as you sing this song, that it will cause ambushments and confusion to be sent out against the enemy, confusion to come into his camp, and the enemy will be destroyed as you worship. And I'm sure we'll talk about that more in future podcasts. That's just kind of a a, a life message, if you will, yes. for high praise as a ministry. But your praise has power, and it's a weapon of warfare. So as you listen to this song, it's not just something that you listen to and you go, oh, that brings me peace and makes me feel good, although we want it to bring you peace, and we believe it will.
1: But also – go ahead. Because the God of peace does crush –
0: The enemy. Right. The God of peace will crush Satan. Yes. Uh, But understand that as peace is released, it's also giving you a weapon to fight with. That peace is released so you can stand in strength and begin to wage warfare against the enemy that's come against you. Uh, And uh, this is a reality. Peace is found when the enemy is annihilated. Yeah. And, uh, because whenever there is an enemy that is plaguing you until the enemy is taken out, there won't be peace. Uh, so the peace is coming as you use this as a weapon of warfare to fight against the enemy, to fight against the devil, to fight against fear, anxiety, depression. Uh, let me even, I'll even say lack and, 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 uh, uh, poverty, uh, as we use it as a weapon to fight against those things, peace is being released in your heart, in your life. And, uh, the enemy is being destroyed as you worship and as you praise.
2: Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: We agree. Well, thank you, Micah and Chelsea for being on today. We want to leave you with, uh, just playing, uh, we're going to play a clip from the song, uh, just so you can hear it. And Micah just, uh, or Chelsea, one of you, just kind of tell people where they can go, uh, where they can get more information. And I think there's even, uh, I think there are, uh, tools available for worship leaders and worship teams too, if they're interested. So just let
1: everybody know about that. Absolutely. Yeah. You can go to pretty much any major streaming uh, music platform right now and search, not alone, high praise worship. And uh, you can find it there. You can stream or you can buy it on iTunes, Spotify, all those different um, normal major streaming music platforms, Amazon music is available on all of those. But also there is an official lyric video on YouTube once again you can search not alone high praise worship or go to the high praise uh, worship center high praise Panama City uh, YouTube page you can see it there um, also though we do have as pastor Joshua just mentioned we have um, some worship resources and tools available so you could do this song in your church if you so desire uh, we have the chord charts that are online right now we also have full lead sheets and orchestration that will be coming soon uh, to be on there and we will also have if you use loop community prime uh, we will also have tracks available for you to download and use there on loop community uh, to where you can use them in your prime tracks and uh, do the song that way as well but uh, we really hope this song is a blessing not only to you but to your church or wherever you might listen to it wherever we might use it we pray that god ministers to you and your people as uh, you listen and you use this song as a tool to further the voice of the lord um, here in the earth today.
0: Amen. Make sure you go get the resources. Go download the song. It'll be a blessing to you. We're going to leave you with this clip from Not Alone. Thank you once again to Mike and Chelsea for, uh, for coming on today and for talking to us about the song. Uh, it's going to be a blessing to you. Just check this out and uh, be blessed. Shields. such an incredible song, Not Alone, written by pastors Micah and Chelsea Gay of High Praise Worship, available now wherever you are getting your digital music from. You want to make sure you get this song, send it to somebody else. It'll be a blessing to them, a blessing to their life. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We trust it has been a blessing to your life. Make sure to write a review, make sure you subscribe, and we will be back next week with the High Praise Podcast. We love you, we appreciate you,
3: and we will talk to you soon.